Hi, welcome to the very first episode of Between Keyboard and Chair with me, Pan Leader, from the Dark Fluffy Cloud channel. Um, you may remember from such episodes uh, as the Exanima gaming series, where I locked a monster in the bathroom accidentally, and XCOM, where I have five campaigns, only one has won. Uh, joining me today is my co-host, Ponzi. Introduce yourself. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Ponzi. Uh... I do design most days and play games. And I'm not very good at any of the games I play. Also, he's a teacher. Well, there's that. But, like, I don't want my students to find this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very well. I mean, like, it's it, it's a good contrast. I have a high school degree, and he might get a doctorate. <laughs> okay, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, let's get one thing clear. Is that a doctorate? Doctorate is so far. I mean, <laughs> I just... I said maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'll ever get or want one. That's like, fair. That's fair. That's in, 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 the, in my heart of hearts, if money was not a problem and if I could afford... It, I might because <laughs> here's the thing like right now the only thing stopping people from actually getting more degrees is money that's true education is kind of a bear now especially in politics but that's not what this show is about that's true where we where our lives converged is gaming that's where we initially met in way back in college his college not well, mine <laughs> technically we met way like as that far as grade that. school yeah uh, we started playing together in high school, yeah. but it was in classic arcade. Yes, like that's that was right. that sniper game. <laughs> <laughs> that sniper game. Yeah, that Fist of the North Star game. Yeah, <laughs> like we would. I don't know how did we managed to afford it in high school. Like to go every how, weekend. I don't know how we afforded being alcoholics. But that's, true. <laughs> oh, that's also true. Like, we have two like financial mysteries in our lives and. Um, but the days not just those dark, dark moments. Nope, that's for another day. Today, <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about uh, first. We're gonna catch up on what's been going on with ourselves uh, this past week. What we've been playing. What we've been watching. Then we'll talk about comic book shows and movies. DC TV is gonna come up. My ideas in the flash are mostly uh, very mixed. That's the best we can put. We're gonna talk about Logan and. After that, we're going to discuss CCGs in video games and how they translate and how companies have, like Blizzard and CG, CD Projekt Red have um, taken advantage of the medium. How have they improved games from their uh, old paper versions? And then later on, we'll drink some beer and tell you about it. And will this suck? But so for, for now, let's just catch up, Pat. We haven't seen each other in a while. Uh, so what have you been doing? I've been watching kids' shows. <laughs> I've been watching Star right. Wars. I like that you said shows, because if we ended with kids, that would be not broadcast. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I could be a babysitter. Our friends have kids. That's true. Much to my disdain, but... Uh, I, they're nice and cute. I, I don't understand it. But, <laughs> but I, I do understand kids' shows that also appear, uh, appeal to an older demographic. I Star vs. Uh, V-Forces of Evil is a cartoon on the Disney Network. Okay, this is new. I've never heard of this. Um, it ha it's People have described it as a mix of Adventure Time and Steven Universe. You might not have watched Steven Universe. Figure of it as its spiritual successor to Gravity Falls. Oh, oh, then I'm, I'm interested. It's it, it, But where many cartoons fail, and we've discussed this before, not in the show, because this is the first episode, so we're not, you know, time travelers. Or we are could, we? We could be, but we're doing a pretty shitty job. Uh, <laughs> the, the, there's a lot of Adventure Time has this problem it 
says it's a kids show but is clearly for adults and it thus loses its initial demographic right. it has problems capturing it because of the topics don't mesh yeah. the same thing can be said of adventure uh, not adventure that I just said that um, Steven Universe where very adult topics are covered from the viewpoint of a child and how he copes with the legacy of his mother and everything that's happening around him and even that might lose the target market of Cartoon Network because it's not really for kids that's why they keep promoting Teen Titans Go right which I don't know is it on the air it's, it's they promote it like nobody's business they promote oh, okay. it like it's gonna suck your dick but Starburst v Forces of Evil maintains that this is a show for teens this is like a CW show on Disney on Disney instead except with generally better writing but <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that we're gonna get that one later uh, we're gonna get better but uh, uh, what have you been doing um I well for, I have been watching a lot of YouTube things but the thing that actually with the same like vein as yours uh, I finally checked out uh, Justice League Action oh that's a good one uh, and Justice League Action delivers what it promises um, it is what it says in the title Justice League Action is what you get per episode uh, I am so happy about that one uh, and Oswald was in an episode as a cab driver yeah <laughs> space cab like and it's a, an 11 minute format yeah it's 11 minutes format of your uh, Justice League uh, characters and, and it's following the Justice League Unlimited format of like having a really large roster uh, they put the same idea in and with more obscure ones uh, this time around uh, well I guess Batlash was as obscure as you can get before the fuck's up Batlash he was a minor character <laughs> wait um, is, he some, is he related to Bat Ombre not quite <laughs> that, have, that concerns me there is, <laughs> like, he doesn't even have like any bat like motif it's just his name <laughs> Yeah, I know. I got nothing, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know where you want to bring this. In. <laughs> so, what is Batlash? I know it's. I not think he's a, a, a. Okay, from my own memory, I think he's a cowboy. So he has a whip. I th- maybe I'm not sure. So yeah, does he have a bat in a whip? No, is that, no, no okay. bat. See, so yeah, no bat. I know he has a cowboy hat. This is this is this yeah. still is getting worse all the time. Because <laughs> the thing about Batlash is he was one of the. He, part of the generation that I didn't pay attention to. Ah, okay. Like, I just know him by reputation. That weird area between silver and modern. Between gold and and silver. He was... Oh, that is weirder. Right? He's an old... Because he was still having this Western flavor. uh, I believe. Uh, Again, this is like... I think that's bad lash. Era of of comics when they were still very genre non superhero genre, mm. um, and, and so so this time they have Space Cabby, which is that's weird, you know. They have Lobo, which is uh, an interesting thing to add because we haven't seen Lobo animated since Superman the animated series. Yeah, and and Lobo is generally too violent to be on on kids shows. Yeah. And like another surprise thing is Constantine. He's in yes. two episodes or three episodes of the series. Uh, I guess thanks to Matt Ryan's performance. Oh, Doesn't the, he voice it? He voices it in the... Uh, in Justice League Dark. Dark, yeah, but not in the Justice League action. But the idea that like Constantine is now a household name... It's, and it's enough to be recognized. To be recognized. Like, it's that guy yeah. that smokes. Like, it's that guy in the trench coat in an English accent. Who's not appropriate for kids. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> at all. Like, if you read any Vertigo uh, 
Constantine uh, Hellblazer story, you know that's not for kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's called Hellblazer. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, Hellblazer, man. Uh, so that was nice. Like they have the core characters, uh, Batman, Superman, uh, Wonder Woman, and it's just like a revolving door of of different heroes and. The thing about this is that 11 minutes, you'd think that it's there's no character depth, there's no building of mm. any sort, but they packed in quite a bit of information in 11 minutes plus action. Like, every story starts in media this. And along the way, if you watch enough of the episodes, you get these connections that they refer to. to there's a sense of continuity. Yeah, so that's continuity, but you're not beholden to it. Like, you don't need to have seen that. Uh, like to, to fully enjoy yeah because like the assumption is it's a comic book so like it might happen might have happened anyway yeah right uh, so it, it's a nice like tight uh, 11 minute package for action I mean my original idea was like it's not gonna work because I like the 20 minute format yeah because it, it, it lasts for some decompression yeah it lasts for a lot for decompression it, it, that's what the animated uh, cartoons have been working with for long it's not that we, we like uh but you know, like they did a fantastic job about with this one, so I'm happy with that. Who's, who's which network is it on? Oh, uh, I think it's CW, CN, Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. Yeah, the the thing about the the politics of of that one is again the Teen Titans Go thing. Uh, they kind of got the raw end of the deal in terms of scheduling, so yeah, we don't know if I hope this is end season. I mean. Please have a second season. At, at the very least, they're they're fair with that. Yeah, they're they're usually fair. If if people like it, we're not just gonna pull it. Like it's not how Nickelodeon treated um, the Legend of Korra. While I personally disliked how that story was everything. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> the real concern was at one point people were asking Nickelodeon on Twitter. Uh, when is this showing? Is right. it showing on Fridays or is it exclusively online now? And they basically, uh, and basically ask, can you promote it? And we're like, why don't you tell your friends oh about boy. it? That's not, the, I'm, I'm not sure where that comes from in their heads, yeah. but I don't think that's how yeah, you should. The, the perception is it. bad. It's terrible. Uh, so yeah, that's us. Um, what else have I been doing this week? Other than watch TV shows and play video games. TV shows. Um, and, and just to before I forget. Yeah. Star versus Force of Evil has the. I will check that out. In a has bit. the achievement of being one of the few Disney shows that gets a fourth season. Kim Possible oh. is one of them. Like it's not that doesn't have. Yeah, a that's lot that's of a that's a that's a really small club. Yeah, Kim Possible got there because well, it's Kim Possible. Yeah, like, that was very good. One of the stronger original shows they had and. But then again, this is not known for like creative uh, shows. No, they don't usually deviate from a formula. No. And neither do like usually it's a franchise or a spinoff. It's yeah. like for the longest time when I grew up, uh, I was watching Aladdin, uh, the, Mo- the, the Lion King TV series. Uh, like I don't get the Aladdin TV series because like wait, I thought he was a prince at the end of it. Yeah, and then <laughs> Baloo was suddenly a pilot. Yeah, <laughs> so they're not very good with a. Uh, uh, the new stuff so it, whenever new things happen it's worth like investigating <laughs> not to be too controversial but that's you know that kind of makes sense with how they treated copyrights in past I don't know if they still have that approach to things but they seem to be uh, moving on from just holding on to the old copyrights <laughs> yeah. like a dragon <laughs> <laughs> they're horrid of cop- money making things oh Disney <laughs> at least buy us <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Why? We'll be super rich. We won't care. Oh, that's true. There is a every man has a price. Mine's like cheap. It's not even six digits. Mine's like Disney price. Like whatever. <laughs> Give you two bucks and a dollar. Um, Ooh, two bucks and more than I had before. <laughs> Speaking of things in, in other media's, you see that like there's been a huge wave of comic book. Thanks, Arrow of of comic books for DC comic books forever making the leap to the CW. Even things that are outside the CW suddenly get wrapped in their little <laughs> clutches thanks to Guggenheim? Mar- yeah, Mark Guggenheim. Who is a comic book writer? Yes. Though it's, 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 I think the one, the big... Hero at Flashpoint. Yeah, I think, the, but the big guy I think is, is Greg Berlanti. I Berlanti. Think it's Berlanti, that's, that's the one who's really like uh, the head honcho. I mean, he might be the richest guy on TV right now. Really? He might just be. Just because, like, look at all his so shows. He has so many franchises. Yeah, look at all his shows. Um, he, he's producing all the, the DC CW shows. Yeah. That runs uh, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl. He produces Riverdale. Yeah, Riverdale is actually pretty interesting. And I think he's also a producer on, uh, what's the tattoo show? Blindside. Tattoo TD Alien Fighters oh, from Beverly no, Hills. No, that, that I would like a remake of that. <laughs> no, get why? on that, Berlanti. <laughs> it lasted one season because people didn't know what was happening. You know what? Uh, yeah, here's a huge difference. With uh, younger people, which is not that big a group, I imagine, because there's <laughs> way more older people than 32. Um... Maybe we, not. I think all the people just die at one point. Well, if you know what happens to Meals on Wheels happens. <laughs> uh, hungry people need food. Holy <laughs> shit! How is that space math? But the where when we watched stuff like when we watched Farscape before we went to school. Um, shit, Hercules, Xena. Yeah. The idea of a cons- consistent story was never something like we needed. That's why. TV shows back then were so episodic. Yeah. Rarely did they have a really long arc. Yeah. Like they, they just have the concept of that arc. Like if, if they have an arc, it's special. Yeah. Like you know it's special. Yeah. Like big shit's gonna go down, yeah. or it sweeps and we're losing to Hercules again. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's Kevin Sarmo. Kevin Sarmo. Who is fucking back on Supergirl? He is yeah. with Terry Hatcher. Which ah. is so weird. Like it's the '90s, like punching people in the face. Uh, <laughs> hey, don't I you like the '90s, you guys? <laughs> I can't wait. And it's, and, and it's uh, a bunch of, it's a bunch do we do we still call 20 people, 20 year old people yuppies or is that like a 90s term? I, it, it, yes, both yes. Yes. <laughs> it's both a 90s term and it's, it's still yeah. called that. Uh, we still let. Uh, yeah, like people are like Mark, why is Terry Hatcher a thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh because they don't know the beauty of Terry Hatcher in 1995. That's, true. That's the thing. Uh, they know her now as uh, Desperate Housewives Terry Hatcher that's true which is not bad Terry Hatcher but it's, but not, it's not different 1995 Terry Hatcher they also don't know Dean Kane probably they know that he was Superman yeah. but they don't know what kind of Superman he was he was the, the Superman the best kind of Superman Ooh. point sir <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to that <laughs> I just love the show so much but it's not Brandon Roof <laughs> Look, he's yes. great as Atom, but the, yeah, I but mean, we I saw so much of his dick in Superman. <laughs> Holy shit! Why? Uh, why do we have crotch shots? But we don't. But Dinkin is, he has an episode where Superman is sneezing, and that's the problem. <laughs> so, I remember that he was just sitting in the corner. Lois goes and like, "What's wrong?" I sneezed, and that's the drama, and I fucking loved that. <laughs> I, I remember in the in the in the. Adventure of Lewis and Clark, 
like that's a bold decision like make it about sneezing no make it about like Lois and Clark yeah that's because exactly it it's not about Superman it's not about Superman like it's we see no. Superman because of course we have to because he's Clark because he's Clark Kent but like essentially it's like saying it's proof of like you can have a show about the bullpen and not the superhero yeah like Superman in my head before that's almost the hero of the show but like growing up in reflection like it's not I, you rarely see him like do action-y stuff yes it's about the sillier side of Superman. yeah like often it's like he goes away and he comes back solving the thing <laughs> like, I've solved it and Lois is mad because you weren't on the date yeah I, like, was I'm that done. really a problem for Superman I mean <laughs> of course at one point you have to put the action right I yeah mean, some, but like that's not every episode it's also telling that I don't remember Lex from that show oh because Lex was uh, actually I do remember Lex uh, he wasn't bald mm. that's the thing uh, <laughs> oh it's like a Lionel hair yeah thing. he was one of those uh, they really should stop putting the L's in their names because <laughs> L is losing because that's L yeah, L yeah. is losing L. oh yeah this is in the video so you can't yeah he just yeah. made an L just with his hand yeah, right. fingers this all quite nicely triple dovetails <laughs> triple <laughs> dovetails in that one today's DC stuff while I may have issues with the way the TV shows are written and that the Flash only ever have, has one problem, and it's I lied again. <laughs> I hid something from you again. He's a chronic liar. I don't know how he gets away with it. He doesn't. That's why it's annoying. And after the first season, there was a long period of time in Flash where we were like, first surprisingly, you talked about this. Because <laughs> like, here's the thing. The, the thing about this surprising adultness of them, it's not the principal characters. It is wholly because of Joe West. <laughs> Business beanie. Business beanie Joe West. Oh, Joe West is the most mature character in all of the, the, the DC TV shows. And here they have to be, seeing that he's probably the most experienced and possibly the most skilled actor in that show. Because he sings too. Yeah, because he was in Rent. Holy shit. Yeah. The movie, I don't know if he was in the Broadway I version. I think so. he was. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Um, but yeah, so it's, it, I think we, we like the, 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 the maturity of the show. Because I think solely because of Joe West. Yeah, <laughs> because he has the good sense to do this thing about things. He's also on the ball. Like, could you save you know my son now <laughs> yeah that's really important <laughs> I really should stop being such a shit I feel like he's he's actually closer to the audience POV than any of the other characters like yeah, he's saying he what sense. we're thinking like wait Joe West take a look at this ah uh, yes a detective he's the only one with a reasonable job <laughs> like detect like wait he's unlike other detectives he actually does his job I think <laughs> Yes. Even but, if he's like slightly corrupt about it. <laughs> Which is why I think the, the fact that he, the, the fact that the singular problem we have is lying and the singular problem is an arrow is Felicity's gonna do something stupid this week or actually Supergirl's pretty on the point and uh, has some development. But because it's no longer episodic, I can no longer view things in a vacuum <laughs> and everything is designed to be consumed in a row. Right. Like, right. And when you see people making the same mistake over and over and over again over a two-hour period, it gets really frustrating. Yeah. But I'm, no, go, go. I'm, I'm, I get it, though. 
It's the CW. <laughs> have you seen Riverdale? I, you know what? I have not. But that's a different. Let, we'll talk about that next next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, you know what? My big problem with the Flash is what? it's not even storytelling per se. What is it? It's the fact that how does Cisco and and, and Frost have jobs? Who's paying these people? Yes! Like, supposedly we have investors, but investing in what? What? what they don't produce anything. It's a, it's an empty shell. And does Barry still work? Barry, because of... See, this is the corruption of Joe West. Because <laughs> <laughs> Joe West loves his son so much. His false son. He just covers. <laughs> he covers for him. And the fact that he gets the job done, like, he thinks it's credit somehow. <laughs> it's, like, good credit. Like, if the Flash, which is my false son... It's just how I'm referring to Barry now. Barry Allen, false son. Barry Allen, false son. Uh, solves the crime, then he does not need to work. <laughs> He's still helping. He's, he collects paychecks. Which, the thing, the thing about Barry Allen is somehow he is richer than Oliver Queen has ever been. That's true. He's got a really nice apartment. That also, apartment ruined, is insane. Yeah, he also ruined like the other guy's life because nobody's working now. No, nobody's, <laughs> work, nobody's working now. He has this huge apartment. Who pays for the staff of two to run this whole facility? Like, where do they get the money? And what is Caitlin's like dog? She's like a doctorate in everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, okay, look, it's not her fault, Pat. That's it's the fault of comic book shows and scientists where getting one degree <laughs> gets you all degrees. Yeah, but it's really striking because Cisco keeps saying he can't do something. Because he does not have a doctorate, Pat. He's an engineer. What do they get? The master's. Man, <laughs> I don't know college stuff. That's <laughs> <laughs> why engineers can be as smug <laughs> as doctors. Uh, you know how smug Mr. Fantastic is because he has a doctorate. And no, it's, it's because he's got not. a huge dick. Like, it's, <laughs> or as thin as you need it to be. It's very filling. <laughs> it's a fruit roll-up. It's <laughs> <laughs> like one of those cake dispensers. <laughs> like the frosting dispenser. You just squeeze it out. Oh, squeeze the dick. Mm, you like that too. So, you know, it, we, we, in, in, in comics, Pat, you mm. get one degree, you get all degrees. Uh, poor Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Spider-Man <laughs> didn't have a degree. If, if we had to ask this question all the time, like, there's also, like, what is what is what did Ollie make money off between being mayor and nothing? <laughs> what does John Diggle do? Oh, wait, wait. I'll, I'll answer that one. Ollie did, made zero dollars, Pat. Okay. It and was it was it was Felicity that made him money. That's true. And when she did get fired as CEO, which by the way can't happen because she had a majority share on the board. <laughs> like, this is business talk with Pat. <laughs> that, that's that's literally the problem there. Like my girlfriend and I are watching it, and I'm like, Wait. but she's the majority share. They literally can't kick her out. Yeah, I mean, if all the if all the board members had one vote, and she had like an equivalence of. 51 percent yeah, because Ray gave the, the stock story. Yeah, then they could not kick her out. My additional, my 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 other thing was like maybe you could justify that because she was caught stealing. But was she caught stealing? I yeah, don't she remember. Was, she was trying to steal it with her dad, who was. Oh right. Yeah, and and, and that plot line, but that's not the reason she left. <laughs> they yeah, just said, enough. "We're voting you off the board." But have them, and that's my explanation for why she has money. Because she still holds the shares. And, and she's technically, even if you get kicked out, like, I mean, you still, I think, collect something? Like, yeah. If you, if you sold your shares, you still collect money from it? Yeah, that might actually ruin the company. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> it's a <an> down stable. 
<laughs> it wasn't publicly traded. But yeah, so so Ollie was like had the uh, like a sweet sweet gig back then where he did all the crime fighting on someone else's dime. Yeah, but that also turned on him when they broke up and then we should probably at this point say that there'll be spoilers. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay, sorry guys. <laughs> it's not. Also, I felt like we've been <laughs> we'd gone like off the rails. <laughs> no, but it's, this is important. <laughs> this is important because when when Felicity broke up with him, she kicked him out of his apartment and kept it. He That's true. What a bitch! <laughs> I'm not saying the whole character's a bitch. I'm not saying the writers are a bitch. I'm just saying dick moves. <laughs> Especially like, that's the, the apartment where uh, all his sister nearly died. Yes. Like, wow, good memories. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Legends of Tomorrow is kind of a mess. Yes, it's mostly spoofs. Every episode is a spoof of something else. But at least it's a fun mess. It is. And, you know, the... Um, uh, white white canary gives me the wowsers in my trousers because I actually do like her. I mean, I liked her more now than I liked her before. I didn't in an arrow. Yeah, I really didn't like her in arrow. She was why did they why did you make her black canary? Yeah, <laughs> like I I don't see the reason why she had to be black canary, but uh, I I just did and she didn't seem to click with the. With I the don't I don't her. see the chemistry. With the crew, with yeah, she's she did seem very separate from them. Was really just there to prove that she was a bisassin. Yeah, I mean, but they think that she found her wings. She's very good. <laughs> Ooh, uh, but as as, as and like now, especially with the leadership role, uh, I felt that was a a good call. On a related note, are canaries known for being loud? Yeah, no, they're just birds that talk. That's yeah. really just it, I think. Yeah, and they die in coal mines. Yeah, yeah. Because, but at least they take someone with them. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's the concept now. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that that might be it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, now let's let's go to the, to the main like section of of the the episode. Um, this is supposed to be like because it's 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 from your channel. It's gonna be a gaming. Uh, well, today we're going to talk, talk about, about CCGs and how they've been applied in video games. Personally, we've been playing, like Ponce and I have been playing card games for a very long time. Yeah. We've we've gone from Magic to the VS system, which is, again, comics based, comics in CCGs. There was a yep. DC half and a Marvel, Marvel half. half. We went into the Game of Thrones yep. living card game for a while because you didn't have to open booster packs and the <laughs> cards were guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, uh, we went through Spycraft, which is a little known game. Yeah, uh, I think now. it's one of the more complex games we played. Yeah. Otherwise, every other game we've touched has died. Yeah, so uh, Bleach, sorry. The Bleach CCG died after we bought into it. I feel like we should go back to Magnus to make sure it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> that money train will never end. Thanks, That's true. Thanks, Garfield. But, <laughs> and now. CCGs are the in thing in games because they're easy translatable. They yeah. provide a lot. Like, they built in microtransactions. They you can't play it 
without buying packs or something similar. Yeah, right? and no. If of all the things that people have claimed about, have complained about. Well, they've complained about high pricing. They've never complained about the fact that packs have to be bought. Yep. Like that is the most understood and most welcome microtransaction in gaming history. Uh, but it's also personally the most frustrating part of it, which is half, or if not most, of the reason I, I went with the. Uh, Game of Thrones thing. Yeah, because there was no randomization. Yeah. There was no frustration. Like, the money was not in flux. Yes. That's what I liked about it. Like, you knew what you were getting for yeah. your, for your But money. let's get to the detail. Uh, what is CCG technically bad? Uh, it is a collectible card game where you collect cards and form them into decks or sets of cards. Yeah. Player. The size, the number of cards in a deck uh, varies from game to game. Right now, though, I am. I'm playing Gwen. Did you watch it on his channel? Yes. I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make it someday. <laughs> um, and I, I'm, I was very interested in how uh, games like Hearthstone, games like uh, Feria, it's a, it's a, it's a new CCG, uh, a video game CCG. VCCG is not a good acronym, and. <laughs> and Gwent have taken advantage of the fact that there's a computer doing a lot of the calculations for you. Um, there are good things and bad things about this. Right. Clearly, it's one of those two things. There's there's hardly any middle ground. If you ever look at a forum, there's no middle ground and everything is horrible. But, like, in Hearthstone, they went in a direction that a lot of people have disagreed with. Right now, most famously, Life Coach. Uh, a former pro game, uh, pro Hearthstone player turned uh, primarily a Gwent player. I don't know what else he does on his stream, but he's he's actually very entertaining, very very informative player. You should you should check him out. Um, the they went with the randomization because that's something we never really saw in other card games. Yeah. Random effects. We there was the Chaos Orb. <laughs> and, uh, and my favorite version of it, the Chaos Confetti. confetti. <laughs> I have the large version of that card. I have the, the, the extra size of that. It's somewhere uh, else. But Chaos Confetti. <laughs> <laughs> One shot. You tear, for those of you who don't know, it was a gag card that said, tear this card up and... Throw it in the air. <laughs> Whatever it lands on gets destroyed. <laughs> yep. We didn't mean it literally destroyed or just like... In game terms, in game this card. Okay. So you lose a card. You can't just kill his deck. <laughs> throw like, it at him. He's like, and you wait for the good cards to drop. It's like, oh man, you're gonna <laughs> cry tonight. I'm gonna make you cry. They call that Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> they call that the Ironborn game. Um, yeah, and Hearthstone, and Hearthstone because it's computer generated or, or computer run. You can't afford to just have random effects, which is amazing yeah. to watch. It's amazing to see, to look someone, uh, to look at someone who is clearly losing. Who's like, <laughs> that, I don't know Hearthstone, but that guy has like five trolls and he has a face that's like really punchable. He has a punchable face. Yeah, he, they've got fists and he's got a face. It's not a good combo. But then he plays this Yogg Saron fellow who plays a spell for each uh, for each spell you've caught, you've played this game, and all of a sudden, the guy with the punchable face is the guy with fifteen million armor, and the other guy's crying because he worked so hard to get here in the tournament. And then now and he's then gonna leave sad because somebody rolled the dice and it went up against him. If you look at last year's North American Championship, the Americas Championships, I think. No less than 10 Yogs rounds were played, probably wow. in the order of 40. I feel like it's a little too much Yogs 
too much, too many yogs. But it but. Is, it's the most powerful play, and there have been countless articles trying to say that this uh, that this is good. That it was actually there was still skill involved. Here's the thing: nobody has ever questioned that there's still skill involved in randomization. Right. That's how deck construction is made. Yeah, you I don't, mean, I'm proof of that. Yes, I've made I've, a bad deck, and you know, and I know I'm not gonna win because <laughs> you can't. You win if you put no bad cards in your deck, but then some of them are too fun. Yeah. But <laughs> can't have a bad draw if they're all good cards. And sometimes I just don't know how the game works. Sometimes I don't have the cards. Oh, I don't have cards. Four. Um, and that's the direction we've taken. We've taken... Um, they, they, yeah, they didn't argue that there was no skill, but it's not the fact that you can minimize risk from card effects. It's right. the fact that skill can be eradicated. Yeah, which is a thing on, on, I, that feels like quite the a weird stance for, for, for game design. Right? It's a weird yeah, stance for game it's, design. It's weird to take power out of the player's yeah. stance. But if you look at it from the lens that they never meant for it to be competitive. Okay. Oh, well. Because <laughs> they never did. It was... It, Dark Star was developed by... But, but five the, people, <laughs> like, but what did how? What? Because, much like here's the storm, people just like this is really fun. We should make a tournament, and Blizzard was like, yeah, go. Like, <laughs> more promotions for us, and if the tournament scene dies, well, we've got your money. <laughs> Damn, I doubt that that's what they're saying. <laughs> and, and, and especially the creative part of Blizzard. Right. I don't think they, I don't think they even have a say in the money part but it can feel that way I mean I've played a, f- a few games of Hearthstone mm. uh, it's it's an interesting thing to see because one it's it has all the elements of standard card gaming right and drawing cards drawing cards deck construction yeah. uh, but there's a but I get bored of it quite quickly it is a very simple game uh yeah, I and mean, I'm not sure if it's because it's simple or because it's not tangible. Define tangible. Like, I'm not holding it. I'm ah. not... I'm, I am feel like I get the, a kick out of playing against people face-to-face with card games. Because for some weird reason, like... You can see the I fear can in see, your eyes. <laughs> well, the fear... I've never really ran with fear. Mm. But I can see, like, the disappointment. <laughs> you can see what they're reacting yeah, to. Yeah, like, that there's a... I think that's there's, what's... It's visceral. Yeah, and, and I'm not even saying, like, you know, how people say, like... Yeah, when card games play, observing the opponent and, like, you can read them. Like, no, I don't read people. I'm you not, want the reactions. I want the reactions. Like, I want it when I play something clever. They know. And then their jaw drops, like, How? <laughs> how did that happen how did that happen because like usually and here's the thing I'm poor <laughs> and so most of the card decks uh, I've built were, were fairly strange like cheap cards <laughs> this I, is what you got yeah that, that hinge on clever absurd plays yeah I remember and, that power up deck you had in VS <laughs> that was that was meta defining in the <laughs> tournament scene it was a budget deck but People were like, wow! <laughs> so like that's the, the wow that people, the reaction I think is the one that kind of gets me interested aside from the deck building. Because I do enjoy the deck building part, uh, but the in the terms of play, it's not the winning for me. You know, like the winning is just a, is, is an effect. 
if it, it, it's it's a consequence. Yeah, it will happen. I will lose or win no <laughs> matter what. So you're more of like a a Johnny slash Tim. If for those of you who don't know, those are the free card. These are old archetypes. Right. They still apply. <laughs> I think they added two more, but these oh, are the new ones. ones? Yeah. Shit, okay. Um, the, the combinations of these. It's one three. Xander. <laughs> no, that guy just, you know, is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> he was fired. Uh, we, the, there are three types of ar- player archetypes. We Johnny, the Timmy, and we Spike. We Timmy likes big things. In Magic, he would play green. He's yeah. the guy who would like, that's an, I'd rather have an elephant than a dog because it's big and flat. Yeah, if, like, the bigger the fist, the better he feels. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really all about the fun. The middle guy is Johnny. He likes being clever and being a dick. Well, maybe <laughs> not the dick part, but that's how I feel. Sometimes, sometimes, let's be, I mean, yes. Like, look at this thing I did. They like combo decks. They like jank decks. They like putting together Lego and making a giant duplo. From the same company, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the spikes. Um, they want to win. They will net deck. They will do whatever it takes. They will yeah. buy the cards. Like, they will throw as men, as much of their resources as possible to assure a victory. Yeah. So, they, they create... They Which create, is something I have to kind of respect at one point. I'm, at some point, it's they, we can't say it would be throwing money at you because that's the game. The yeah. cards exist in the game. The differences between the three points are in their rewards. What they feel is rewarding. Fun, cleverness, and fucking winning. <laughs> Man, that's fight guy. <laughs> what a tool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I, I'm, I think I'm closer to to that, like the fun and and, and cleverness of the game. That's that's the social aspect I like. Yeah, which as fun as the graphics are in these, uh, in Hearthstone at least particularly, like the lack of uh, re like w- observable reactions kind of hinder the experience because um, yeah, you can't see the other guy yeah which is strange though because I did enjoy the original Gwent game hey, but there you knew you were playing against a computer yeah uh, that's there's true a, there's an understanding but in Hearthstone like I, there's no face yeah. <laughs> you know you're playing against a person who's just you know, telling you well met all over and over yeah and I think I, and I think the thing I enjoyed about that was more of like the, how do I outthink a machine yeah that's actually how I ended up approaching Hearthstone games now. I just pretend that it's not a person. <laughs> I, who gives a shit? I have dehumanized my opponent. Like, that's the first step in killing people. <laughs> that's how you win. I'm not a Spike, by the way. I'm a Johnny Spike. I like winning, but I have to do it in a way that shows I'm smarter than you. Which is how I lose. I always thought that you were closer to a... To a, to a, uh, a spike to me? Sp- yeah, a Spike to me. Uh, not lately. <laughs> the ego needs boost. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, historically, here's the thing. Historically, past decks have been uh, not only hyper-efficient, but also unusually large. <laughs> like, in, in whatever form it is. It's not That's necessarily the physically large. But the, the numbers are big. But the numbers are big. Like, either he'll go, go big or go home. Even your black deck was about, let's get as much mana as possible and then you, you, switch lives. <laughs> I never knew how how much... Like, I, that game, that deck had no way to win. Like, the winning was accidental. And, like, I had all the discards. And, like, what do you do when he has no hand? Well, I've got a hand. <laughs> Maybe I can use it. Yay! If he has no cards and it's about playing cards, I will win. <laughs> Like the thing, what's interesting though, like in our group of friends at least, that we have fairly distinct 
card gaming like personalities. Yeah, one of us is just an asshole against life. <laughs> this is what you get when you don't play it in standard formats and you just play the cards you have. You have one, this one dick in, in Magic who's just like, eh, Lotus Petal, things that heal me. It got worse when we gave him Felidar Sovereign, which actually gave him a win condition instead of, I quit, I fucking scoop. That's yeah, so like, he like the other version of your black deck where he does not have a winning plan like it's just, just no plan to win yeah. except the you frustration know, if i frustrate you long enough and it's no longer worth your time to fight me you will just say i lose yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, boy we, we also we have we, i was fortunate that we were fortunate enough to play in a group that had a wide variety of, of personalities which mean which meant we we carried a lot of decks in the field yeah. our friends uh migo Zeremy. Uh, you may have seen him die in an XCOM campaign. <laughs> um, I feel like we all kind of died in an XCOM campaign. You haven't. At all? At all. I nice. tried. <laughs> I needed, nice. I needed the relay dead. Nice. You had a shotgun. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's pretty much the fear spike. That was in the time where, if you know magic, you'll get this reference. If you don't, just laugh at the fight. I'll, I'll do it in a funny voice so it's worse. <laughs> Over, whatever, whatever. That's the voice. Um, I will play Wild Mongrel, Basking Rootwalla. Ah, oh, that's good. Exalted Angel, Exalted Angel. <laughs> By the way, if you're looking at prices as a perspective of power, the Basking Rootwalla and Wild Mongrel is like 10 cents, like a nickel. That's true. Like, or a dime or something. Up until that point, the Wild Mongrel kind of shot up a, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, while well, a single Exalted Angel is like $100. <laughs> 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 Uh -huh. oh. <laughs> and the power levels reflected and I just like purple mongrel <laughs> <laughs> I guess <laughs> it was the pre rata <laughs> and that's that's an interesting thing that I realized while I was playing Gwen um, because oh yeah we're back on track guys <laughs> another side effect probably the most positive side effect of video games uh, CCGs being in video games is that we're now in a global meta game? Right. We're right. no longer looking at just the meta game or the the gaming or strategy scene in our area. Yeah. As you were, we're now looking at a global scale when you play with people across the world, much like Jim Carrey predicted in the Cable Guy, <laughs> the classic movie. The classic the, movie Cable Guy, I which I swear I thought it was a comedy. Wasn't it? it, I, it, it was it a was it, it, was, a, it was a dark comedy? Yeah, it's a comedy. I mean, but I was not laughing. <laughs> Because I watched it when I was like too young to appreciate dark comedy, dark humor. Like, what's funny? Yeah. Where is like, Hauga? Where's Ace Ventura? Where's Ace Ventura? Where are my fart jokes? <laughs> Not there. Not, Not there. there at all. Yeah. There uh, were no jokes there. Were, there. Nah, yeah. I, and I guess that's why I don't understand dark comedy a lot. But, but. Anyway, going back. <laughs> and like, like, I used to design my decks to beat friends. <laughs> like, it wasn't about <laughs> building the most efficient way to do it. It was building it in a way that I knew they couldn't mentally deal with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, if I knew, like, Ponzi, he built clever decks. He's beaten me by by out-clevering me once or twice. Yep. But Proud you know, of those times. But occasionally, I just play a bunch of things like, your number is five. His strength is five. Mine is 12. Also, I have three of these 12 guys. Also, when I win, when I kill your guy, I get stronger. Yay! Uh, yeah. that's, that's the plan. Yeah. I mean, that, that for a long time, your decks have been the meta game of the group. That was frustrating, though. <laughs> like, I mean... Everyone planned plan to beat me. Because, like... 
here's the thing, Matt. If you look at the logic, <laughs> it's a compliment somewhere. It's a compliment somewhere. No, it's a compliment every time. Yeah. It's a compliment every time. Except like your logic is like, I want to beat my friends. Then of course, <laughs> of course you, if you plan for it and you're good enough, you'll make it happen. Of course, our reaction is like, how do we overcome the wall? <laughs> Like, you have to understand, Pat, you're not China. You're the invading force. <laughs> I do like invading. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're the ones in res- who are responding. Uh, but I like to think that that's kind of what made the game fun. Yeah, it, on our right. on, on the old tabletop style game, that's, it's the interactions between us. Yeah. Like, like you said, the reactions, the... Like the, the response. Next, yeah, the next day we'll come back and like, look what I have been. Because that's not mine. Those were, those were the fun times where we, like, <laughs> I'm going to get you next time. <laughs> Which is like literally the next day. Yeah. I mean, I would like, like I have a test tomorrow, but Pat beat me. <laughs> Which that has to be fixed. <laughs> and I had a choice to make whether to study for the test or make my deck work. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes the test would win. <laughs> And hey, you made it to college. <laughs> sometimes the test would win, and sometimes meeting bad would win. And the thing about that is that rarely works in my favor. Like the biggest, the, the biggest wins I'll ever pull off are the ones he least expects. Yes, I usually I. It, it it was an old error now that I'm fixing. Like it's it's a rule in XCOM: never assume the enemy the enemy is ignorant. <laughs> like I was like, he just made a mistake. No way, he has a plan. Later, well, I well, guess things are on fire. Uh, so so and, and the thing about what I do like about the CCG being translated as a computer game is one then it's one the physical aspect of it. While fun, but also it takes up a lot of space. What do you mean? Like having cards around ah, takes a yeah, lot of space. I see. Like if like there's a huge like stack boxes of cards. Of cards. Like I'm trying trying to get rid of so many like dead cards. <laughs> uh, so that's nice. And two, like uh, the if it has like the non uh, human game multiplayer game, yeah. I could just play the game, which yeah. I couldn't do with like real cards, mm. right? The, the the fact that there's a computer opponent. Is uh is is I mean my favorite thing about it, because I don't have to like meet up, you know. Uh, it's just it's here now. I, I can, can just play yeah, it from wherever. I'll play I like I, I would not. Cause here's the thing: like, when I play this in my head, it's always against yourself, against right? myself, which is weird if you're running a clever deck. Yeah, because you, 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 who are you? Who are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, who am I kidding? Like, if, and then I have to either dumb it down. Or be surprisingly prescient. <laughs> like, so psychically so. What's he gonna do now? <laughs> like, I'll either play the fool, and of course I'll win, or play like, I know what he's doing, because yeah. I know what he's doing. That's, that's, yeah, I agree with you. That's one of the best things, that this this global connection. This, there's always somebody to fight, yeah. wherever you are, there's always right? somebody to Because before, it's like, either I'd have to meet up with a friend yeah. uh, to play, uh, or go travel to those gaming places and pick a random guy yeah which is really weird <laughs> I never do that I never did that I was always like this guy's party an asshole like that's all I thought I, about things, I didn't like I didn't like that like I would only go when we went <laughs> like when and I had we, other people there we only went to buy boosters and leave sullenly as yeah. everybody else bought boxes 
<laughs> it's like, oh, we can afford everything. Uh, and yeah, that's what happens when your local gaming store has lawyers as customers. <laughs> yeah. Law- uh, lawyers and local TV show, TV show stars. <laughs> They're just like, I'm going to buy a, a literal wheelbarrow of comics now. Like, oh, man. Like, that's the weirdest thing I've, I've seen. Uh, a rapper, like, legendary rapper, producer go on a comic binge and like he took almost everything off the shelf at least <laughs> one copy of each this is mine now like I th- you this know- is cheaper than cocaine <laughs> <laughs> it is cheaper than cocaine uh, it still is cheaper than cocaine it should be the tagline <laughs> for comics <laughs> yeah. uh, like you think that the staff behind beside him is like oh he's just right looking at it like no That's he left me the, the store with it <laughs> why why am I not that rich uh, those, are uh, days. those were the days and to be fair like there was a point in my life where I tried to be that mm. oh boy not healthy yeah. not healthy at all uh, hey, oh boy but yeah, that's um, Gwent on the other hand to, to, to put the train back yes. on, on track. Um, does it well because there's one of the things we couldn't. There's a reason why why magic creatures die in one blow, or uh, <laughs> just like go like yeah like you know like seven it, in one blow or why the idea of counters was a thing in magic right because keeping all that mental math in your head was a fucking pain yeah it was let's get all of one one like how many ones do you have yeah but in computer games you don't have to track that and that's, that's true. glorious like and you can put in more permanent effects you can put in more search de- uh, search effects Gwent in particular has this neat um, mechanic where a lot of cards refer to a number of a card in your deck okay instead of like search your deck for this yeah. like play the lowest star card in your deck strength card in your deck and it will automatically figure that out yeah it's got, not, not only do it's you indexed yeah you don't get the accused of you know stacking your deck anymore and you can and resolve ties randomly you can do that for the highest deck so it not only does it reward knowledge of what you've actually done with your deck right it it smoothens the process while adding a layer of uh, a gameplay. Yeah, it's a gameplay, not a gameplay <laughs> mechanic. A gun is gameplay. Gameplay mechanic is how it 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 interacts with other gameplay mechanics. No, sorry. A gun is a gameplay mechanic. Gameplay is how it interacts with other mechanics. Yes. Yeah. There you nailed it, Beth. Yeah, no, that's a gameplay mechanic. <laughs> I've got this. I'm a thesaurus. My arms are short. That's true, though. My arms are short. I tried to make myself in a character uh, uh, character creator mode in Fight Night uh, Champion <laughs> they, I couldn't make the arms short enough <laughs> I really tried why is that a thing <laughs> I want they had this photo thing where they take your face and I'm like that is a good use of technology oh my arms are still too long <laughs> oh, I'm like uh, a T-Rex oh boy <laughs> except not extinct <laughs> and not feathered are they fed? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. They are, they're they're, 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 they're like birds and shit. <clears throat> but on the on the negative side, and this is something shared across all games. Yeah. When we when we brought packs, mm. like we knew that these were the cards that we had. Yeah. So psychologically, the focus is in what we, we had. Yeah. And very select key cards that we didn't have. But we don't remember those cards right. because they're not always standing in front of us. Here's the deal. The benefit of a CCG on a video game is that you always have a binder of stuff yeah. that you don't have. 
Yeah. Like, it's always a bunch of cards that are great. Like, this is what you still need to get. And it's great. It's great. Even like, in Gwent, it's a thing. Cause yeah. It's great out. Oh, yeah, because okay. that's how the crafting works, is you have to oh. make a But then all it's reminding you is, like, wow, if I had that card, if I had, like, if, if I completed the, yeah. the Crones, I could build this deck. If I had a Karen, I could build this deck. And then it starts sitting in your head that you should probably play more Gwent to get more cards or buy more cards. Yeah. Now... There's been a lot of discussion on uh, on how psychology works in marketing. There's been a lot of discussion why whether that's okay or not. It's it's hard to have that discussion and then excuse this like this kind of mm. I guess Skinner's box is a close enough word that I can think of. <laughs> and seeing that kind of thing all the time will impact you. It will impact your yeah. behavior. And. I don't know if there's a solution to it, but it's something to be mindful of if you're somebody who has a very addictive personality. I, on the other hand, merely just spent my money. <laughs> so, don't be me. <laughs> That's the lesson there. That's yeah, the takeaway. I mean, my solution is like just not show it. Not to have money. <laughs> no, not, not to have the, 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 the grade out thing. Just not have it. Like, act like a real binder. Like, if you don't have it, you don't have it. But the thing is, like, I guess the trade-off is like there's no hunt. There's no hunt. There's no hunt. Yeah. And we have very different personalities. I do have a need to win. <laughs> <laughs> but again, again, the hunt does change the, the thing, though, though, right? Because the... It's a sense of progression. And the fact that you, you chase a card geographically... Yes. It's a different experience altogether. altogether. Yeah, I used to, I used to do that. Um, I used to hang out early at local malls, talk to other traders, find to find very specific cards. Yeah. But although that's one of the few things I didn't do to win, I did that because I liked the art on magic cards. <laughs> they had very good art. They had very good art. Anyway, so yeah. summing up before we close the the, the show, uh, there are positives and negatives. <laughs> what's your what's your like what's your thing about CCG and video games? Like what's the final thing? to say I think there's a lot of I mean Hearthstone isn't by any means young yeah but there's a lot of room to grow and I mean I think the real stepping stone to this the real um, moment when we know we've gone far is when the cards are merely placeholders right now we still have cards slapping people in the face when we were when we, <laughs> fuck watch Yu-Gi-Oh we have monsters slapping each other in the face here it's like Oh, the, you're not fit to rule the horde. And then an, a card slaps another card. <laughs> like, dude, that's the laziest use of technology. Because it's literally a card graphic. Like, it, it, it's hitting a card. another card graphic. In the, in the game. <laughs> like, it's a card, like a drawing of a card <laughs> slapping another drawing of a card. Yes. At, at, at least, like, and I, I, I keep in mind that I do play and enjoy Hearthstone. But Gwen's presentation of the art at least has full boxes of art while Hearthstone has circled so far. I think for me my takeaway with that particular thing is that one, there's like you said, there's, there's still a lot more to go, but that's true for all. Yeah. Um, what I think they need to do to to realize is that it can't be tied to a simulation of a tactile thing. That there yes. must be a more <clears throat> naturally like interesting way to present the same 
basic logic concept uh, uses the presentation medium. yeah like that really you know shows the, the breadth of the medium because like you said it can't just be uh, I mean it can't just be keeping track of numbers and things yeah like that's but, but, but the is, basic that is, that is the that's the least yeah but <clears throat> at, at least we're learning in yeah. fact um, uh, <clears throat> we do understand that this is a transitionary point by the way yeah like this is a necessary step to the next step we've started seeing that in games like Duelist yeah it's it's card games combined with tactical uh, tactical uh, turn based tactical play which is where we want to see because I played this dude and he's gonna punch your dude yeah I mean it's I, th- I think that we're still a lot I'm not sure if it's the dev side or the, the user side uh, but but also the card DCCG games is not like a new thing like they've been around for a while yeah but the medium is technically but even like the, they had like the magic thing before the oh the my god wars. they were worse because yeah. they, had, they, had, they had a rule that it could never be better than the card game yeah, but I mean, like that. Chandler. One, I don't know, but one of like, the idea that that's and that's since that has existed since nineteen nineties. <laughs> this isn't a new idea. This isn't a new idea. It's time to really look at it as a, as a new, thing. Like, like it's to a, exploit it's... the the constraints. There are no constraints. Yeah. Without seeming like it's a different game altogether. That's a challenge, I think. That's a huge That's challenge. That's a challenge. That's like, here you go, make, make the next thing after TV. Yeah, which was like streaming. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. Right. I mean, we got it. Yeah, Yay. remember the Blu-ray DVD wars? Yeah. <laughs> Turns out streaming was the answer. Yeah, that's, that was it. Like, that, streaming was the answer. I mean, it's possible. It's just, I understand it's difficult. Um, but if Gwent is any indications you've been, you've been saying, like, they might be going towards the right direction. Uh, and that's for me interesting I mean I'll check it out yeah. I, I like the game enough to play it uh, so are we is it is it this are we done yes I mean in fairness you won't see us drink the beers <laughs> <laughs> well, well we'll give you like that for next time we'll, we'll yeah we'll, we'll do that next time we, <laughs> we ran a little long we didn't even get to discuss Logan we can leave that for another episode yeah well. We, yeah so it's the first time doing this. Uh, I hope there's some next time. Oh, there's gonna be a next time <laughs> once we figure out where to put this thing. Yeah. Uh, but, but what we can assure you, it's gonna be uploaded on. It's gonna be up on the channel, and it's gonna be up on SoundCloud, and it might also be on iTunes. Yeah, we'll figure that out soon yeah. enough. Yeah. But you know, I, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Yeah. If you did, you can do whatever the equivalent of like, subscribe, and share is. To a, <laughs> to, a, to a podcast because we, we didn't think this through yeah. but if you're on the channel do that do that uh, like and subscribe uh, on, on DFC uh, and follow him on uh, what's your oh, Twitter on twitter.com slash panator I have thoughts occasionally uh, you can follow me on C- at cponprod on twitter I sometimes post <laughs> <laughs> We're not very sociable, it yeah, seems. <laughs> we're, but we're trying. But, yeah, but actually, the thing is, the best time to follow me is during like uh, finals week, where I tweet more than I, sh- I usually do. Yeah, his students. <laughs> <laughs> Often in anger yeah. <laughs> or disappointment, regardless. Yeah. Uh, all right, it, that's it. Is it okay? That's it for us. All right, this has been Between Keyboard and Chair, and we'll see you later. Bye. We're going to have to work on yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to have to work on that. Bye-bye.